Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some Wine and Chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the Chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. All right, 210. Hey guys, it's Natasha with Nota New T10 Podcast. Thank you to Vod Pod Media for housing and producing and to Latina Podcast Network for allowing me to be on your network. Guys, if you are watching this, go listen. And if you're listening, go watch because you're going to want to see who I have. I, I promise you. Um, so, speaking of, please introduce yourself. What's up, 210? It's your boy Chingo Bling, the Ghetto Vaquero. Hey. I'm in the city. Hey. <laughs> and you're on my podcast. Yeah, we're here. Yes. Heck yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah, turning up. I got some caffeine. Hell yeah. Uh, I got up nice and early. This is my second serving of caffeine. Uh, drove in in the rain. Oh. So it's, it's been a great day. Yeah. Dropped yeah. off the kids at school. Yeah. Bye, kids. Yeah. We had some ceviche today. We just working. Oh. Yeah. Ceviche from where? Here. El Remedio. <sighs> fire it's my shit i love them fire fire awesome. and i'll be back next weekend so i'm i'm gonna be there a couple times yes so you'll be back next weekend for october college. 12th through the 15th yeah. yeah comedy 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 yes at lol right yeah at the laugh out loud comedy club taking over you ever been there before i've been there many times okay yeah i have a lot of comedian friends oh okay so word, i word. always go and support and show love word. Yeah. So, you know, Chona E, right? I do. She's a friend of mine. Cool. Yeah, I got to work with her recently. Yeah. South Padre Island. She killed it. Yes. Yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. Fucking love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and then Michelle Cantu, they're in Chicago right now. Okay. For, oh, okay. I think, Latin comedy. Something. Something. <laughs> Something or other. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But she'll be at LOL, I think, at the end of the month. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. we're just crossing paths. I know. Yeah. Who's opening for you? Uh, we have Javi Luna. Uh, I have another gentleman that's going to do a guest spot, uh, Daniel Guerrero. He's from Houston, up and coming. My boy Juan Perez, he's from out here. So we'll have some some surprises as well. So, yeah, it's going to be lit. Six shows, San Antonio. Six. Mm -hmm. So, guys, so you have to sell it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we want to, like, set a record. And, uh, you know, so I love it out here. This is really, like, where my whole Chingo Bling thing started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about your origin story. Yeah, the origin. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just, you know, a kid from Houston, and I ended up going to college here in San Antonio, and I managed to get on college radio out of Trinity University, and uh, I had been already networking with some people in the local rap scene, uh, different artists and labels, and just independent people. I started, like, kicking it at the flea market, slanging mixtapes, and I was more like a DJ doing the house parties on campus. Yeah. And long story short, when I had my, my college radio show, that's when I started like 
throwing in the chingo bling persona like man my primo's here he's gonna want to get on the mic all right look after <laughs> these commercial you know after these messages we'll be right back back in the mix and then it's like people call like man where your cousin chingo bling at like man he'll be right here so long story short like san antonio's where like chingo bling was born where i just dove into the game i had my pinky toe in, in the show business game and that's when i first had to kind of get out of my shell whether I was DJing a party, like, I had to get on the mic, and yeah. then I was, like, super shy at first. What? Yeah, because I, I tell my friend, like, nah, man, I, you say something. You know, I, <laughs> you're like, like, dude, where the ladies at? Or whatever. Yeah. But little by little, um, this is where it started. So this is where the dream began. Man, yeah. that's awesome. And now, so how many years has it been now? Oh, man. Uh, show business? About probably about 20 years that's why yeah stand-up comedy nine years i just made nine years okay of stand-up. congratulations so that, thank you and uh i trip out because that's damn near half my career like it's already like half my career almost give or take is stand-up yeah like i'm already approaching to where i'm gonna be doing stand-up longer than i was doing all my other Dang. stuff yeah. So it's cool. I like so it. what are some of the cooler things that you've done or like the coolest thing or people you've worked with? Allow me to name drop a little bit. Uh, <laughs> shout out <laughs> to the homie Pitbull. Uh, yeah, hey. I, mean, I got a lot of I got a lot of like famous homies. Yeah. Uh, and then I make new friends, you know, all the time. Like I just got to kick it with a big boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood. I had met him. He had interviewed me before. Mm -hmm. But like this was like a whole weekend of just like. Like, we're in a car together. We're riding to the fight, to the Canelo fight. You know what I mean? Like, oh, nice. we're having to, um, you know, we're working. We're backstage. We're doing the comedy thing. We're kicking it off the stage. Yeah. Getting something to eat, all that. So you're just, like, learning, peeping game from the big homies. But, like, I mean, I worked with, like, a lot of actor people. Gina Rodriguez. Oh, I love her. Uh, I was in a movie with her. Um, I, mean, I could be here all day. Like, yeah. Uh, it's the Lou Diamond Phillips. He gave me props. He was also in that movie, uh, Philly Brown. But, like, of course, man, me and Baby Bash go way back, like, yeah. before he blew up all the way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a cool, fun journey. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so now, having kids, right? Because you talked yeah. about you having kids. Mm -hmm. How, like, how do they feel about the life? How are they incorporated? Or do you not? Do you keep that separate? Well, I, good question. I definitely talk about my family life because it's just relatable yeah. and, and it's, it's some funny stuff I got. Um, but like they're, they're all about it. Like my 15 year old, she's all into her acting classes. Really? Yeah. She'll be doing, I'll check up on her. Hey babe, what do you know? Oh, I'm doing this little photo shoot for this, you know, quinceanera boutique or, or whatever. Like okay. she's got her little hustle. Like she's like, I'm trying to get signed by this agent. And like, she's really disciplined about like, going to her acting classes and all that so i was like okay this is something you're clearly doing on your own like she's into dance and all that yeah likes to bake you know they're just normal kids um my five-year-old she's a character she's the she's a little silly yeah she thinks she's a little comedian so okay. she has a youtube channel what like, yeah like she's like dad i want to make a video like why haven't you uploaded it like who's mm -hmm. gonna edit like she, she'll be like Dang. give me the phone she has all these ideas yeah like, there was one where she wanted us to play the song by Dolly Parton, uh, Jolene, mm -hmm. Jolene. And she's on her little, like, her little unicorn toy. Uh -huh. Like, it's kind of hard to explain, but every time the kids pedal, like, it, it moves. Yes. So it looks like it's yeah, galloping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, sound yeah. like the Pulga, yeah. like Trader's <laughs> Village, Poti. Uh -huh. And she's like, put the song on. And she had her little sombrero. And she's, like, trying to make a movie trailer. What? And then my two-year-old, she's still, like, really little, but... 
but it's like they get it. Like my five year old, she was like, "What's up, guys? It's your girl Penny. Welcome back oh. to the channel." And then she'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is my dad. You probably heard of him, Chingo Bling." Oh. And she'll like say stuff. Yeah. And, but from the, from the time they were little, they'll pick up a flyer, and see their dad's face. Yeah. And like for the longest, I didn't know people were gonna be able to recognize me outside of a cowboy hat and boots and a grill. Like mm -hmm. I thought that once I took all that off, I could blend in. Yeah. But um, my 15 year old, when she was little, like she was barely could talk, and she picked up the flyer. She's like, "Dad, dad, 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 dad." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, damn!" Now, obviously, like I dress all kind of ways, yeah. and people are like, "Hey, man, are you?" <laughs> you know. What's I that can't like? hide anymore. Yeah, what's that like when you're like out? Do you like do you like people to approach you? Just so people out there can know too. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I have a weird personality, like, like because I'm sh I'm kind of shy in real life, so it might be hard to read me. Yeah, where it's kind of like, man, this fool don't look like he want to take no pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> so I'm just kind of there quiet because I don't like to do too much. Be like, what's up? It's me. I know y'all. I don't like to walk in places yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what's up, everybody at the car show? I know y'all know who this is. Like, I'm not. I don't want to be like announcing myself. Yeah. But the minute you come say what's up, what's up, man? Yeah, thank you. Like at the airport. Um. But I was taking those from Big Boy. And Big Boy, he says, I run to the love. I don't run from it. Okay. And just watching how he, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like, damn, I need to be more like that. Which is like, by him not even saying nothing, he's kind of letting you know, like, feel free to approach me. Like, I'm here. Like, hell yeah. He didn't tell nobody no. From the time he was trying to eat, coming out of an elevator, like, Walking to the car, trying to leave the Canelo fight, like no matter where. Yes, absolutely. And we're all like, all right, man. Well, uh, I mean, the car's running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ready or what? Yeah. Yeah. But I got to be more like him. You okay. Know? So, yeah. but please, please say what's up. Like, okay. I, 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 I'll chew your ear off. It'll be hard for you to tell me bye after that. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to talking at an yeah, airport yeah. or something. They'll be like, all right, fool. Well, I just wanted a picture, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> Yahweh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yahweh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. I, I'm always cautious with people when I see them out, like, in the wild. Because I'm like, oh. Because I get it. Like, people want privacy sometimes. So, like you said, like, it's hard to, I guess, like, read it or read a person. Um, yeah and i'm i'm from a fan perspective yeah i'm bad about knowing how to break the ice with somebody like like for example michael blackson he was on the show mm -hmm. and i saw him that day checking in at the hotel and i'm just like man that's michael blackson like i'm on, <laughs> I'm on the lineup and like i want to say what's, what's up bro yeah. in my head i'm like what's up bro you ready for the night and i'm like nah nah don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> you know what i mean or like mm -hmm. the Mexican rappers that walked Canelo into the ring, uh, we were about to walk in and they were getting like dropped off or whatever. Uh, Santa Fe clan and Tornillo, and I was like, "Oh, that's them. That's them dudes from Mexico." And I'm just like, "Damn, well, what am I gonna say?" And so it ended up being like, "Hey, man, my name's Chingo Bling. I'm from Houston." Yeah. And they're like, uh, "Okay," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't get no picture, yeah. nothing." Dang. I just, I don't know. Just sometimes. You just same thing. Like you don't really know. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, yeah. I think it's all how you approach people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have you had like any crazy fans? I had one dude in Vegas, where, well, this is a lot of this is a lot of crazies. But I'll <laughs> give you this one example. 
where this dude in Vegas, like the fight had finished, we're outside of the T-Mobile arena, like all the Canelo fans, all the boxing fans are leaving. <clears throat> and um, there's a group of people and some of them are like, oh, what's up, hey, what's up, Chingo Bling, whatever, they're showing love. But one of them is like, yo, this guy, bro, this dude, he was excited, but he's like, dude, this guy's the biggest Canelo hater. Oh my God, this guy right here, he's such a big, oh my God, this guy, Canelo hater. And I was just like, Bro. I don't like being called a hater yeah. three, four, five times in a row. Yeah. Like, I don't know you, and you you clearly don't understand the type of humor I do. Like, you don't understand my skits because it's not a hate at all. It's the opposite, contrary. And um, But he just kept saying that, and I was just like, ah, that's how you took it. Like, my wife was kind of like, bro, calm, like telling me, like, yeah. calm down. And yeah. it's like, no, I'm not getting crunk. I'm just letting him know yeah. I'm not a hater. That's how you interpret it. Yeah. And I think he was just excited and didn't know how his words were being received. <laughs> and then and then he was like, hey, man, can you do me a video shout out for my friend? He's the one that sends me all the videos of you when you talking mess about Canelo. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing no video uh -uh. shout out, bro. You just call me a hater. And now you're telling me I'm talking mess. And I was like, you just don't get it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh -uh. And I was sober. So can you imagine if I oh, was like, shit. had a little something in my system? Yeah, you would have been like, what's up? Yeah. I've been just maybe a little bit more crumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay, so don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody, don't do that. Don't yeah. just don't, you know, don't it's do like, too much. It's like, bro, like, don't call nobody a hater. Like, I take pride in not having no hate in my blood. And my wife's like, calm down. You overreacting just because you say it. I'm like. But that's annoying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Just don't be weird. Yeah. Easy-ish. <laughs> just chill, you know. Yeah. So uh, are there any places that you maybe haven't been or haven't headlined that you would like to <clears throat> oh great question uh a city that i want to go to um obviously michigan i've been kind of neglecting michigan uh all my my northwest like my midwest people um you know minneapolis i want to hit up minneapolis in uh, indianapolis all the appleses all the appleses. indianapolis i mean i haven't been in new york in a long time well new york's kind of crazy right now but um there's a lot, I haven't been to D.C. in a couple of years. D.C. is kind of crazy, too. <laughs> um, I haven't done Atlanta in a couple of years because sometimes sometimes you got to fall back on some cities. You Why know? is that? Just because you don't want to get played out, burnt out mm. or like you feel like, OK, well, I didn't sell it out this time. So I got to make sure when I come back, like y'all really miss me, you know, got or, it. or you just got to just come back full force. Yeah. OK. So what's been the hardest part of, like, your journey? Is it the acting? Is it the comedy? The persona? Whatever? Man, that's a lot of good questions. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, it makes me think. Because yeah. um, there are a lot of rough spots. Because people, people try to always portray, like, everything's edited and I got a filter. And, you know what I'm saying? Hit the canas, you know what I mean? Cover the canas up. And everything is always polished. Mm. You know, people don't want to be human. And... Also, you don't want to tell everybody all your problems. Like, oh, well, this is rough. This is rough. True. But just a couple of random, random things. It was like when I, when I was strictly just known as just a rapper, mm -hmm. and like wasn't known as like, was well, he kind of a social media guy? Or wait, dude, this is comedy too. Wait, this is, he did the little acting thing. Yeah. Like I hadn't really expanded to show all the different things I could be. 
So I definitely felt boxed in. Like it could get very frustrating mm -hmm. when like, I mean, to this day, people, you'll have the cowboy hat on. They're like, oh, where's the boots? Oh, you got the boots on. They're like, where's the rooster? I'm like, bro, the, rooster, the rooster died, bro. I'm oh. like, oh, where's the tamales? I'm like, bro, it ain't even October. <laughs> like, you don't have tamales in June. Um, so I think, I think that falls under the category of like the frustration of an artist. Like when you know you have all these different ingredients and flavors and things you want to you're capable of doing yeah like i've even done dramatic stuff like i even did like i did like a short film that won like some awards at festivals but like it wasn't funny at all yeah you know so i was having to be kind of dark um so just being able to show my range sometimes that could get frustrating where like people just try to put you in a box mm. like oh yeah you just do parodies or like oh you're the mixtape guy yeah you know i can see how that would be frustrating mm -hmm. i feel like i kind of deal with that here in a way and i don't know if it's like an internal thing but because I do so many things mm -hmm. and people are like, what, like either they're like, well, what do you not? Or they don't do? get it. Yeah. Or they're like, why yeah. do you do so many things? Why? Why don't you just do one thing? I'm like, well, why would I just do one thing? I feel like we're versatile as people. So we should be able to do multiple things and be good at multiple things. Right. Like you're, mm -hmm. you know, a good actor, a good singer, you, a good, you. you know, all of that comedian. So and, it, you know, well, some people don't see the vision and sometimes yeah. you got to just put your head down like head down prayers up just get to work be consistent work your plan execute stay focused stay on the path stay prayed up you know what i mean you stay with your faith like yeah. you're rolling with the punches you're gonna fall off but you gotta get back on it and you focus on this so much this fell to the wayside and you're trying to spin all these plates and put the team together and everything to where you almost have to like do it and then show people and like prove yeah well, you know, like, I mean, when I started doing the transition to stand-up comedy, people didn't really know how to take it because, for one, I didn't really want to put it out there like that in the beginning because mm -hmm. it's like, yo, I'm still learning. Like, yeah, don't tell me. Like, I would go to the open mics, <coughs> like, the amateur night mm -hmm. with a name. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people recognizing you, and you're over there saying, like, hey, man, just bring me up as Pete. You know, Pete Herrera. Don't Don't say... Chingo Bling. And they'll yeah. be like, all right, hey man, you might know him from the music, man. Chingo <laughs> Bling, he trying something different for y'all. True Damn. story. That happened. Thanks. And uh yeah, please don't do me no more favors. <laughs> but um, so yeah, like a lot of the comedians didn't know how to take it because they got some people got threatened where it's like, yo, I've been doing this, I've been putting in the time, I'm out here trying to do my thing, and now you want to switch lanes mm. and swerve all up over here trying to take up because sometimes people have that scarcity mentality where like they feel like there's only so many resources in the market or like yo i'm trying to make a name for myself san antonio and there's only but so many clubs and there's only but so many comedians and now here you come mm. you know so sometimes you know people get threatened do you think do you think that that was a hindrance or a help as far as your comedy career like people are like oh no 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 he has to be good at this was that like a lot of pressure for you? No, I mean, I don't think everybody assumed I was going to be good at it. Uh, it probably depends on who you ask. <laughs> um, I try not to focus on it too much Yeah. for it to even be a hindrance. Like I, I had to ignore what other comedians had to say or mm -hmm. like things you hear in the rumors or yeah. there's a click and, you know, the, you know, this manager at this club, you know, supposedly said this or whatever, like. You just got to, like, especially when you've been at it as long as I have, 
when you got to roll with the punches, you see people come and go. You see radio stations come and go. Mm -hmm. You see artists come and go. You see record labels come and go. You see different trends, different movements, different seasons to where, like, you just got to almost, like, outlast Mm -hmm. and survive. Like, just keep it going as that trend subsides. You know, especially, like, in show business, I remember there was an era in rap where, like, there were certain vlog, uh, blogs you had to get on. It was like blog rappers, like mm. like websites that the kids were going to, and that's where they discovered ASAP Rocky, or like that's where this person, and you know, some of them got bigger, some stayed the same, some disappeared, some faded. Yeah. So there's always different eras, and you just got to kind of. I think with me, what I try to do is like literally crave, crave, like create and carve my own little lane, my own little um, chingo verse. Yeah. The chingo verse where like when you enter my world, you kind of know what flavors and what, you know what I mean? You kind of, uh, my Disneyland, like you kind of, uh, basically like where the fans are like, yo, I know him from this. Or mm-hmm. like someone else can say, well, yeah, well, I know him from this. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, we could all come together. Yeah. Um, that way you're not subject to trends and it, you know what I mean? You're not stuck with like, oh, well, Houston rap's not popping no more. Okay. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm not limited to that. Like, right. oh, well, you know, we haven't heard any, you know, or, or you know, Mexican-Americans aren't popping right now. It's like or whatever the opinion is, it's like, okay, that that's cool because my stuff's universal. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like there's only so many Mexican fans out there. It's like, okay, well, I got all kind of fans. You know? Why they have to be Mexican, yeah. Well, because for the longest, I was just kind of limited, but – yeah. As of late with stand up, you're getting in front of all these different audiences and now people kind of like, hey, man, like, man, shit's tight. You know? Yeah. Have you found that you've had to change um, either the way that you talk or the way that you act with what's been going on in recent trends with just the way people are taking things, the way people are talking now? Oh, what you mean by that? What do you like mean? a lot of people will say like, oh, everybody's too sensitive now. Or everybody's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. oh, got it. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the only time the okay when you're on social media, they got their little rules. Mm-hmm. So there's certain opinions you gotta kind of like find a code word to say it, or it's not so much that you're gonna offend people. It's just that like you're gonna get kicked off of YouTube. Like I'm on my second YouTube page. No way. Yeah, it was over some something else. But um, but when it comes to when it comes to stand up comedy. Obviously, I'm not going out there trying to hurt nobody's feelings or divide people. Mm-hmm. But if I got a funny joke and, you know, everybody's going to laugh, like we got to have freedom of speech. And I never understood why, f- like I never really understood like kind of what freedom was. Mm-hmm. And it sounds weird because yeah. I remember going to Miami in my early rap days when like Pitbull was still like trying to come up. He might have had Kulo out at the time, but like all his homies, like his DJs, like a lot of his people in his crew, his street team, there's a bunch of young Cuban American kids. And mm-hmm. some of them were like born in Cuba or at least their parents were from Cuba. So they would explain to me, this is way back in like, let's just say 2003 or something. Mm-hmm. And my, my uh, mindset or whatever was a lot more limited. And so they would try to explain to me, they'd be like, man, I don't like that politician. I don't like that guy because they're communists. And and I was just like, well, what's that? And it's like, bro, 
that's what we escaped Cuba from, bro. That's, you don't want that. And they would, like, people were wearing Shea Guevara shirts. Like, Jay-Z wore a Shea Guevara shirt on some album. And a lot of them Cuban homies was like, bro, do you know how disrespectful? Like, those people straight up stole the farmland, kicked our people out, murdered people. Like, if you weren't down with them. And, like, this, these people were tyrants and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's like, they take away our freedom. And I was like, but how? Like, what's freedom? It's like, bro, literally, you can't say you ain't got no freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. That's just one example alone. And I feel that stand-up comedy is kind of under attack. And I feel like stand-up comedy is very important because it could be called like one of the last frontiers, one of the last bastions of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like our job is to say inappropriate things. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Funny isn't always nice, True. you know. You know, things are funny when they're true. And sometimes the truth ain't always what they're allowing you to say. Mm -hmm. So that's my opinion that like, sure, what we do is fun. And it's like healing therapy, make people laugh, make people feel good. Date night. Everyone's just a good vibe. Like that's really what our job is about. But at the same time, we have to try and sometimes find what that line is that you can't cross like oh you're not allowed to say that because that's considered hate speech or that's mm. problematic speech they start to label your speech that's anti this or that's this phobic or that phobic and anti that they start to just label your stuff to where you start to self-censor next thing you know everybody only is allowed to say that. now you might as well live in north korea at that right. point right <laughs> no yeah i always tell people because i love comedy love it but you're right there. I mean, there's really no filter and there shouldn't be. So mm-hmm. I tell people, you know, if you're going to come to a comedy show, have thick skin. Mm-hmm. Like I like to sit in front because like, I don't know, tell me shit. Like, yeah, I don't know, whatever, yeah. like make mm-hmm. fun of me or whoever I'm with. Like mm-hmm. what? I don't take it personally. But in general, like don't take things personally because it's meant to be comedy and what fits one might not fit another, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, just have fun, loosen up. Yeah. You know, yeah. check out a show because I'm glad none of my fans are like that because yeah. my fans, for the most part, are like just honest family people, hardworking people, yeah. just mind their business, want to be left alone, want to take their lady out on a nice evening, want to put food on the table and just want to have a, a good job to go to. That's about it. You know what I mean? Like get the car wash on the weekend, hit the ATM before the thing. Like you just basic, like, man, you just appreciate a good haircut. You know what I mean? Like you just hardworking people and you don't have time to trip over. You don't have time to be a little activist, sensitive, triggered person. And I'm glad that if I had any of those people in my fan base, I pretty much got rid of them. Like, I think they kind of got pushed out. You know, it's like you being offended over stuff. Okay. We, Because those are going to be the worst audience members. True. Like, you don't want people in there that are just waiting for something to be mad. Ah, 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 objection. Next joke. That's yeah, not yeah, funny. Yeah. And it just throws off the whole thing. Like, really, lady? Yeah. How do you deal with hecklers? Well, I, I really, I've been blessed to not really have hecklers. The only thing I get might be people that are really excited. They might be a little drunk mm-hmm. or it's their birthday or they think they're funny and they want to shout stuff out. Or they just think they're having a conversation. Oh, that I know that's right. And then yeah. what? 
dang <laughs> you know it's like and Cleto, where's Cleto? like oh they start God. shouting out song titles and things it's like all right bro i'm gonna get to you right now but check this out i'm in the middle of a story bro you know yeah. and if there's any comedians watching sometimes you just got to make that choice of like i'm not gonna derail my entire show and lose my momentum mm -hmm. over here addressing you because my boy javi luna he broke this down to me because he substitute teach from time to time. So he's like, I'm not going to reinforce that behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to give you that attention you want. Now you really going to act up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like kids. You just got to learn that yeah. lesson. Yeah, like kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Drunk people are basically toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they got they get drugged out, dragged out like toddlers. Really? I mean, you know, well, yeah. it's rare. But I think it was one time in, a, in uh, Arlington at uh -huh. the Arlington Improv. Uh -huh. One of the female manager ladies, she had to kind of defend herself. And I'm glad she did. Wow. Because this one lady was disrupting the show. She was drunk. And they had to kick her disruptive ass out. Then her mom jumped in. It's long story short, they tried to get a little physical with the manager lady. Dang. And she wasn't playing. Good. And I, I made sure to stick up for her and tell her i'm glad you defended yourself mm -hmm. and i made sure to tell my wife who's my wifeager i said you make sure you tell the club and the management that like chingo is glad she stuck up for herself because the last thing i want is for any type of peer pressure to turn into like somebody getting in trouble over defending themselves yeah I didn't want it to turn into like, well, they left a bad review. They left a Yelp. And there are all their families leaving comments saying, you know, punk ass manager, club yeah, yeah. people kicking us out. Mm -hmm. Don't go there. And and sometimes when people are in business, they read that stuff. And they're just like, oh, man, this is going to hurt the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you for standing up for that. Yeah. Hopefully uh, they open that email. And I'm, I think she's good. She's yeah. badass. So. Okay, cool. All right, so let's talk about some random stuff. Okay. Just random For shit. For sure. Just Off the cuff. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aliens, you believe in them? I used to until the government was like, hey, y'all, uh, don't pay attention to the Epstein flight log. Uh, <laughs> we want to talk to y'all about these aliens. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, come on, bro. We see, like, in my opinion, our country's going through so much stuff mm -hmm. that's going to affect our kids and our grandkids to where it's like, if y'all were serious, Y'all would really be like, there's some top priority stuff that we need to really address. But instead, y'all playing around with these monitos. Like it looked like a little fake <laughs> ET, paper mache, piñata. I don't know what it was. Piñata. So I'm very skeptical of when the government starts trying to like, mm. hey, everybody, anytime you hear the government, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, boy, get ready. If they're like, hey, we want everybody's attention. Because uh -huh. that's how the media works. The media doesn't. They, they don't present you information based on, all right, we're trying to do a good service. This is what's most important to people in the country. We got to make sure that they know the, these are the, these got to be the top stories. No, it don't work like that. Yeah. It's we got to sell ads. We got to keep them hooked for when we come back from commercial break. Mm -hmm. We can't piss off the sponsors. So don't run that story. That's going to make this company look bad. Don't take that out. Mm -hmm. So now you. And so now they're kind of pulling your puppet strings because you got to make a profit to pay your people. 
And then sometimes they'll be like, well, you know what? Hold off on that story till next week because right now we got to cover the uh, the royal wedding, the king and the queen doing this. or Which doesn't affect us at all. Yeah, yeah. Merkel, uh, uh, whatever, Prince Harry and these people. Yeah. And then they'll bust out that story from last week. Mm-hmm. Or when it's a story they don't want to pay, they don't want you to pay attention to, they'll drop it like, um, they'll kind of release the little press release like late Friday, like over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That way Monday everybody forgets. Mm-hmm. And now their little scandal went away. Yeah, I was telling one of my friends, I, I feel like it was kind of like, like Baharito. Like, hey, look, 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 aliens, we have aliens. Baharito, like, Baharito, Baharito. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's you're people choking. over here. Baharito. And everyone's all, but this, and they're, yeah. no, 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 look over here, look over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. They're like, we're y'all keep printing too much money. Like, yeah. Like, yo, our, our whole debt, we're paying, I think our country paying a trillion dollars just in interest to the debt we have, which mm-hmm. has already passed up our military, um, what you call it, uh, I guess our military expenditure. Mm-hmm. Like what we spend on our badass military, we spend it more just on interest too long, like debt. Yep. But we're still giving money to other countries. You know? That part. The math ain't mathing. Make it make sense. <laughs> but we want to talk about some aliens. Yeah. I hope they're cool, though. If they if they had said like all right look y'all they coming out of Middle Earth you know what I'm saying <laughs> like if they'd have hit me with some Hollow Earth theory yeah or like yo there's a lot of old civilizations that been that's being uncovered yeah if they'd have hit me with some real stuff then I'd have been like okay well I'll put a pin in it I'll come back to that story yeah like, all right so you saying they flying out the ocean I mean yeah. Okay, do you think the, this is so random, do you think the earth is flat? Do you think it's round? You know what? People make fun of me because. I don't judge and I don't make fun yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you but for yeah, that. Yeah. Disclaimer, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and I don't and I don't know what platforms this is going on, but. All of them. I don't, This they're going to try to fact check the hell out of it. And that alone should be a red flag. Like, damn, why y'all so worried about this little theory? All right. I used to be very close-minded to that idea. And a buddy of mine named Eddie Bravo, y'all might have heard of him if y'all into jujitsu. Um, so Eddie Bravo, we did some comedy shows together and we hit it off and he was like, Hey, I'm gonna send you this documentary I'm in. I was like, okay, bet. And I saw it and it was like (gasps) flat earth. I was like, Oh, (laughs) Uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to watch it because he might quiz me on it or he might be like, Hey, what'd you think? And I don't want to lie to him. I'm like, this is my friend. So I watched it and I was like, yo, (laughs) I was like, Yo, they making some, I was like, yeah, why is it that? It was so many moments of like, oh, that's right. Or like, oh, that math ain't, ain't math. And it was so many things where I was like, bro, I had to tell my wife, like, babe, we got to watch this tonight. Keep an open what? mind. Don't think I'm crazy. And I have this, um, I have the, th- this uh, discord chat room, this uh, Patreon where we call them the agents, the agents of the TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. <laughs> And it's the folks that like tune into my podcast and we we're on there all day chit chatting. Well, they give me a hard time because I, every once in a while I'll send them a little something about flat earth. And, yeah, yeah. and we got some really smart people on there. So they're like, bro, look, they'll start busting out equations. They're like, bro, physics. And you got to factor this in. I was like, I know, but yeah, you know, but so, <laughs> so look into it. Okay. One of the one, of, I'll just leave y'all with this one little random fact. So apparently there was a point in time in YouTube's history, it might have, I, I don't know the exact year, it might have been like 05, 04, 06, where flat earth searches 
were starting to really trend. Yes. Like it started becoming a, a conversation people were willing to explore, right? It didn't get just so shut down. Mm -hmm. And it started trending. So all of a sudden, I don't know if Google owned YouTube at the time, but those who know, Google's very entrenched with uh, our ag intelligence agencies. But anyway, all of a sudden, Google and YouTube started running mainstream ads. Like it was like late night talk show where they all of a sudden started propping up Neil deGrasse Tyson or Bill Nye, the science guy. And they started to want to bring up flat earth stuff because they were now ready for you to go search it. So they were like Super Bowl commercials where they're like, Google, you know, it's where you ask what you want to know. And it'd be like, what do I do if I get, you know, gum stuck in my hair? And it's like, is the earth flat? Like they threw it in there all yeah. slick. Right. Yeah. And you got to know how to how persuasion works. So it's like, Okay, this is one of the things that got me when I was like, I know how media works. Yeah. I know how persuasion works, mass communication. I was like, this is an excellent point that the minute they were ready to feed you fake uh, debunked videos, yeah. the minute they were set up with their algorithm, which now we all throw that word around. But at mm -hmm. the time, it was a new thing. Now they start letting you, they're giving you permission like, oh, hey, Jimmy Fallon. Hey, so uh, uh, we're here with Taylor Swift. Do you think the earth is flat? And she's like, oh, I don't know, or whatever. Like, we're here on The View. And they'll just bring it up. Super Bowl commercials. So now at that point, all the trending videos that people were really following, where they were just like, yo, this guy makes sense. Like, why is it that the old textbooks used to have this? And why is it that up until this year they switched it to mm -hmm. this theory and, and so on? So then when people would go look, you'd have to dig probably six pages ah. and then you're going to get across a couple of fact checks. So basically they're feeding you basically disinformation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you weren't paying attention during the lockdowns and everything else, the thing came from the soup and then it came from the lab and they don't know where it came from and all this stuff. And then you haven't been paying attention in terms of like fact checkers and you know proven safe and effective like just these things that they just kind of put out there and the minute people are like but is it really it's like hey you're a you know you can't tweet no more or you're in timeout mm. or, and i know i went through it because i was i was really running my mouth around that time about the lockdowns i was pissed that like my work got taken away yeah. comedy clubs were shut down yeah like it was just weird it's like okay well how many days and it's like it's just 14 days you know but anyway yeah i was gonna bring up trauma oh shit <laughs> well, it was it was frustrating well, yeah yeah and i don't want to like bore the listeners with like ah oh, he's talking about the lockdowns no i mean well so i'm a nurse and so when everything locked down i went to new york to go help and so my lockdown was very different mm. <laughs> but um but yeah it, i mean for a lot of people it did a lot of things some good some bad mm -hmm. um a lot of people like left their relationship. A lot of people ended up leaving their job, starting you know a whole new <coughs> turn like a new business. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, a lot of people got super depressed. Like some people blew up. In yeah, the, like yeah. they just figured out a way. Like oh, I was already set up for this. And yeah, here yeah, I yeah. go. Boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, okay, we don't have to go into it. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like to talk to men, especially men that have some sort of influence. Mm -hmm. um, about their take on men's mental health. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's a little bit deeper, mm -hmm. but I'm a huge proponent for mm -hmm. mental health. That's mm -hmm. my specialty. Oh, awesome. Um, it's my doctorate degree. So mm -hmm. um, how do you feel that men's mental health is either being perceived or have you had any issues with? <coughs> yeah, that, that's a very good question. I think, I think we're making steps in the right direction. 
where it's at least coming up on platforms like this and yeah. in conversation to where it's not so taboo with like Latino men, like machismo, yes. eh, I mean, I, I'm still a proponent of that, too, because yeah. I think there's a lot of wisdom to that sometimes. Sure. But my system and my strategy is this is what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, keep God first, like prayer. I mean, make some time to be good with the Lord. You know what I mean? Like on Sundays, I got to bump me some gospel. We're going to do our best. Nine times out of ten, we're going to make it to church with all the kids on mm-hmm. time. Um you know, I feel very good giving my my daughters, my family, you know, that good, that's good teachings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Keeping God first, faith, because, you know, Jesus, he could cure you of anything and everything, especially the spirit of depression. Like, I rebuke that demon of negativity. Like, I feel like, like I saw this trippy video where this uh, old school preacher was basically... I think he meant it literally, and you don't have to take it literally, but he was basically saying a lot of ailments and addictions and um, things like depression or different things, like, could be demons, like spirits. Like, mm-hmm. as a cuenta, like, you have to, like, somehow take it out, I guess. Yeah. But, like, you need to, like, accept the Lord and reject and get it out, figure out a way. So part of my system also is, like, I just started – taking brazilian jiu-jitsu so i'm a beginner nice. I'm, a, I'm a white belt i'm a beginner and um i got four stripes though four stripes better hey. than no stripes and my <laughs> wife keeps saying she's like stop telling people how many <laughs> how many stripes you have please stop uh-huh. telling people how many uh-huh. stripes you have but i it sounds cliche you know how people are like man stand-up comedy saved my life or like hip-hop saved my life. it's like yo jiu-jitsu bro like the fact that it humbles you you challenge yourself you're learning something new like it's useful you could pass it on and you end up being in my case you're so exhausted and beat up at the end to where like you don't have any energy for um for fussing with your girl you like fighting like you ain't got no energy for that so you just come back like, I always have a great day after if I can make it to class and I'm now I'm excited. It's like, man, I, we practiced this thing and we were rolling and I, I did this one move and it actually worked. And I feel like I'm getting better. And like and I'm really my cardio, you know, like you just get these endorphins. And yeah. and I think that part of the science of it, of like, you know, what energizes you? How can you be disciplined? That's mm-hmm. the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Canelo, mm-hmm. because I got to study a lot of Canelo interviews. I got to study Canelo to do them skits I be doing, the voiceovers, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm really impressed by the fact that through boxing, he found discipline. And he knows that without the discipline, he ain't nothing. And that boxing is life to him. Mm-hmm. And that um, boxing made him who he is. And... For somebody so like he obviously discovered that young because he's he, shit. He's been boxing. He was like 14, 15. Yeah. So it's like at some point, either he was 18, maybe he was 20 where it hit him like this is I love doing this. This is who I am. This is what I do. It just makes me a better person. Yeah. So I highly recommend like physical activity. Obviously, exercise is going to give you endorphins. Mm-hmm. Um, All those things, obviously, you know 
if you could find a supportive like loving relationship somebody to build your life with somebody help you create a family that's always such a good thing because you might be going through a dark spot Mm -hmm. you might be starting to doubt yourself or you fall off or you pick up habits and or you have an addiction or like something you have an illness you you can't work you you're going through some stuff and if you got a ride or die that's gonna like be your support system then like gotta have that for your mental health for sure yeah for sure yeah and a partner is great but -hmm. sometimes people can't find a partner so anybody like a best friend a family yeah 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 yeah, obviously that's but yeah but of course ride or die is but if you're looking for somebody (laughs) and you go to church and you go got a hobby like you go to jujitsu or you're disciplined like you're just on your stuff and Mm -hmm. you praying on it Mm -hmm. i don't want to sound cheesy but like the the lord the lord is going to look out the lord is going to look out if if you have that system of like like if you know somebody is single if you have that system of like okay well what's well, what are you doing to meet somebody well what well, look i go to the bible study you know what i mean that's always a good place you know like man i joined the uh, self defense place and i'm i'm making some friends there and mm-hmm. the, like for example i have nothing but daughters so when they wanted to start, when they want to decide to start um, date, when they're older and they want to start dating or getting serious or have a boyfriend or be engaged, and mm-hmm. you know, I wish I could do an arranged marriage because with my wisdom, <laughs> it's like, nah, look, uh-huh. obviously we don't we don't live like that, but like, what's gonna impress me, like as a dad, it's like, man, if you bring me a, a young man that like, you know good heart good intentions keeps god first like oh that's a bone that's gonna be a bonus if he does jujitsu you know something (laughs) like that even better because i just know the type of people i meet in those spaces like i've never really met no jerk in jujitsu like everybody's very supportive and cool maybe i just go to like a good gym yeah maybe shout out to urban jungle houston which is like family run family operated so like ain't no ain't no time for no no gossip we in here learning bro mm-hmm. you know? that's true i think a lot of it if you're very disciplined and you kind of have tunnel vision with like your you're gonna goals, attract what you want to do that you attract the people that you the energy you're putting out is what you're gonna get back mm-hmm. um but also you're right like you have this focus mentality where like like miss me with that shit like don't come at me with gossip don't come at me talking mm-hmm. about whatever like i'm on this mm-hmm. uh, like i'm on this path you know and don't let anything deviate you from that yeah so like you're gonna attract that kind of person Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of good dudes out there there's a lot of like single dudes that are just like same thing you just said hold on a second speaking of good dudes that's single oh okay uh uh like see juan could co-sign this juan Perez could co-sign like there's a lot of good dudes out there that are i mean i was i was one like i literally prayed for my wife like Like, I was just like, Lord Jesus, I don't know what I did wrong. Like, obviously, (laughs) I had a lot of growing up to do. Like, uh, we've been together nine years. I obviously had a lot of, I wouldn't, by the time we crossed paths, I obviously had to, like, be my best. Like, man, I got a good, I can't lose this. And especially when, you know, you're single for a couple years and you're trying to figure it out and everything, then, yeah, you'll get to praying. So, yeah, yeah, I was like, Lord Jesus, please. 
Just send me. I mean, I just need a good girl. I mean, just send me somebody. You know, I know I was out there, you know, or whatever. Like, you know, or like my ego, like I was Mr. Rapper guy chasing um, the career, always trying to like make moves. We out here. You know what I mean? Like you uh, you focus on a bunch of clout and ego and superficial stuff. And it's like, man, I just want a good woman. We, I, you know what I mean? We could just eat a grilled cheese and watch yeah. TV. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It's a little things in life. Yeah. And I think, and it's not just men too. Like there's a lot of women too that it just become this ego thing or they're like, oh, I've been hurt so many times. Like I'm just going to always have my guard up and I'm not going to let people in and, and I'm, you know, I'm going to keep people at like a distance. That's called blocking your blessings. Literally. Cause I'm like, stop. And, and I've had this conversation with my male friends and my female friends that are single. Like just be you genuinely, mm-hmm. yeah, be authentically uh-huh. you. And like yep. tell people who you are from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. play games. Don't mm-hmm. hide it. You know, like just, just be you. And, and again, you'll attract people like you. Mm-hmm. You just have to be authentic. Yeah. 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 I agree, thousand percent. I'm glad you found your wife. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And we get on each other's nerves. Of course. And guess what? Um, we just went to Vegas for that weekend. I had a show. We went mm-hmm. to the Canelo fight. And even though we were like working the first day and the second day, we didn't do a whole whole lot. Just went to a car show and a fight, which is still like a lot. But we were just like, man, that was a really good weekend. Just, I mean, we got to sleep in, you know yeah. what I mean? It was just like us yeah. hanging out, almost kind of like the good old days. Yeah. But um, but speaking of blocking your blessings, I think that is a common mistake, especially with women, because the dynamics of today's modern day society, the way the devil operates with a whole bunch of lies and chaos and disorder and all up in the women's ear mm-hmm. saying like, you don't need no man. You ain't got to trust him. You ain't got to follow his lead all the time. Like, especially like, you know, attractive women too, sometimes maybe more so because it's like now you don't know who's a a snake or F boy. You know what I mean? Who's just trying to a little fun, little time for a little while. You don't know who's serious because you're getting hit up and somebody's in the DM. You're like, well, I'm not into the DM type of conversation. And then, you know, and it's kind of like, well, where the hell do I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost, yeah. I mean, it's true. I'm like, I'm super independent, right? But of course, it's nice to have like a partner. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, yes, be independent, but don't be like so guarded. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, don't, don't. Talk well, you me. just literally want to do all by yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we know you can. Yes, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's okay to let people in. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. people. But it is hard to find good people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've learned just through life. Mm-hmm. But especially being around a lot of, of like people and like networking and you know, marketing and businesses and things like that. Like, I'm just like, Oh, like, can I trust you? You know what? I, I don't know. I feel like, cause everybody evolves and grows. So like when I first met my girl, like I wasn't, I wasn't Mr. Bible study. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I slowly was like, you know what? I, I'm ready. Like, I want to, I want to go to church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause she was, like looking to go back. She grew up in the church. So mm. she was kind of like, hey, I kind of like was away for a little bit. And I kind of want to go back. You don't have to join me if you don't want to. And I was like receptive. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I've been I've been needing that. I yeah. want to. So what I was going to say is like to the ladies out there, when you're trying not to be so guarded, I'm, I'm like Andrew Tate up in here. <laughs> I'm going to get you all the game. 
about to give y'all the game. Uh, I'm going to get you know, like, Chingo Bling, thank you. I used to be single. Oh, no my more. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you're in the process of being guarded and trying to figure out who you're going to like entertain, like let in a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you could have like a few set basic parameters of like it's kind of it's kind of a tricky one because you know you don't want it to you don't want to like set your parameters and like oh well he's not into you know he's not into fitness like I am therefore I don't even want to it's like yeah, well yeah, he might yeah. want to be get into it right or or let's just say church is a big thing for you it's like well invite them and then that's going to start to weed them out mm-hmm. the ones that's really serious about you and they willing to go on a Wednesday night or they willing to you know that you just see what people's priorities are and that's going to weed out a lot of stuff in my opinion now any advice for men out there the ones that are also guarded like how how do they all my young kings out there yes stay like, vigilant yes but like how <laughs> how would you tell man these fools ain't guarded nah they're some they're of them are they're playing games then because yeah no some are something. some some are very like i got a buddy who's just so hyper focused where it, it's borderline guarded where it's yeah. like Man, I'm focused right now. It's like, I know, bro, but at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Eventually. So let me see if I try to picture anybody. Describe this, like, what do you mean? Give me an example. Uh, Like, they work somewhere. They're single. They're into what? Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to think of, like, any of my friends. Or, like, like what age group? Or, like, uh, are they divorced? At this point, yeah. I feel like everybody's kind of divorced right now. But, like, uh, (laughs) or in some shit. But, like, Mm -hmm. 30s. Okay. Like, well, because I feel like in your 20s, you're still learning, right? Mm-hmm. In your 30s mm-hmm. is where you're like, you know what? I think I want to settle down. 30s, 40s mm-hmm. range. Yeah. Um, But yeah, somebody who's like, oh, you know, I got, I got my kids. I got an ex-wife. I got a baby mama. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. Child you know, support. Whatever. Yeah, I don't want to deal with any, like, BS. Mm-hmm. I don't want women to bring any drama to my life. But, mm-hmm. like, there are good women out there. Just like there are good men, there are good women. Absolutely. So, like, mm-hmm. how, I guess, like, what would you have to say to those men that are just like, um, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll play games or I'll get, I'll get what I want out of that relationship or mm-hmm. situationship, and then I'm out. Situationship. Yeah. New vocabulary. <laughs> Man, that's a tough question because, like, I I wasn't, I mean, I, I was still had, like, I hadn't really gotten to stand-up comedy yet. I was in this purgatory. I was, like, in between rap career and comedy career i was on the bridge of yeah. like i'm taking a couple dj gigs and i'm doing my merch thing and i'll do some appearances but i'm not mr car show right now yeah so it's kind of hard for me to just say um for me to like preach but i think like if you for a fact envision yourself almost like a vision board okay like in, almost like envision your future self that's gonna like be able to whoop your present day's ass like okay. like my little young version of me yeah i whoop his ass <laughs> he'd probably get on my nerves yeah. like if i if i had a time machine yeah and if i saw half the stuff i did when i was like 22 mm. like if i'm the ghost of christmas future i'll just be like oh, bro get get down from you yeah. don't need to be like hey hey stop don't give him any more drinks yeah, you know yeah. it's like hey, hey don't pass him that you don't know where he lives you smoking the yeah. same thing what's in that you uh-huh. know like i'd turn into what my big sisters were. But anyway, to answer your question, um, I would say figure out your vision of who you want to become. Like just kind of close your eyes and just pray on it and picture like, well, I kind of want to, 
man, I kind of want to toughen up, and I kind of want, I kind of picture myself with like, you know, you might picture yourself like, man, I just picture like a badass beard, and you know, yeah. whatever <laughs> tattoos you want to have yeah, in yeah. the future, picture that, like, yeah. picture your uh, your house, your apartment, you know, do you have a pet, do you not, and then picture who's going to fit into that, like, if you like to travel, you know what I'm saying, like, somebody that's going to fit into that vision, like, do you want to be at peace, mm. do you want joy, mm-hmm. do you want happiness, you want to be a better son, a better dad, a better husband, if that's really the priority, then you almost got to figure out, almost like, you know how oil and water don't mix, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're so focused on that, these hoes finna be oil, yeah. you know what I'm saying, <laughs> because, because if you're focused on like, nah, bro, I want to live a healthy life. I don't want to have diabetes. Like, I need to make sure that, like, like I know what makes me happy. Like, I got to make it to jujitsu class. You know what I mean? Like, those basic those basic things, like, I love my music or I, I love my hobby, whatever it is. Then see who can, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, elevate that. Yeah, uh, uh, harmonize with, accentuate, like, support and fit in. I don't know what the word is. There's like another word besides elevate. But I'm um, trying to think because I know like I always say someone like another person, your partner shouldn't completely like complete you. You should be a complete person. They should compliment you. That's the word. And your life. That's the word. Compliment. Yeah. 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 So like focus on that vision of like, look, like I'll give you an example, especially in the rap game and like with rappers and that whole image. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ego and there's a lot of uh, materiali- materialistic materialism, whatever, yeah. where people think that, well, if I don't if I don't take this extravagant trip every year, I'm not going to be happy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When really I came to the point, I came to the point where I realized, like, man, I just I don't really take a whole lot to make me happy, to mm-hmm. be honest, like. People might think like, oh, man, but you're here and you get to go there and you met this person, you over here, you perform here. It's like, I know, but you know what really stood out? It's like, you know, did I have my coffee that morning? Like, Mm -hmm. did I find a cool little coffee shop? I had me some little coffee, you know, maybe you hit some little weed or something throughout the day. You know, you were the cool people. You might have had like basic stuff like. I'm chilling. What do you what, what do you need? Oh, I'm good, but I mean, you know, we're here. We're about to go on stage. Oh, a little tequila shot. Like, yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay, a glass of red wine. I mean, yeah. I'm just at home. Like at home, it's like with the kids. Let's pray before we eat. We're having a nice meal. I'm at home. Like it was literally like, man, I love Vegas, but it's good to be home. Yes. And now, now you just like. Oh look, hey hey kids, let's just watch this baking thing. There's some Japanese bakery thing they're just making. You know, it's like ASMR. You yeah, know, yeah. we're just here literally, and it's like, wow, Chingo Bling. I thought maybe you'd need a limo and like backup dancers to feel happy. And it's yeah, like, yeah. nah, bro, just it don't take a lot. It's just yeah. the people. Absolutely, no, I agree. I think some of my happiest times are like in my bed with my kids, and we'll like have a movie night. I have like a giant bed and we like get snacks and I'm like, pick That's a movie. It. Let's do it. Like their happiness makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you, you know, it's you're, simple. You're a parent. Yeah. I mean, and then too, sometimes it's just like being with some of my favorite people and we don't even have to be doing anything crazy. Just spending the time. Yeah. Because to me, like time, if you give me your time and your energy, you can't get that back. 
So that means more to me than like an extra, like extravagant like breakfast or trip or like some crazy night out, right? It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. for the could, gram. Yeah, I mean, it, sure, right? Yeah, from but time to time. Yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. Don't get me wrong. Facts. Yeah. Uh, you, you always know, have the to gram get stay litty. <laughs> you always have to get the good photos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But outside of that, like, how was your time? Because yeah, you could have some amazing photos or be with Canelo at yeah, like some yeah, huge yeah. club with freaking bottles popping, yeah. but it doesn't mean you're. It's happy. edited, in, you know, very right. in a very lit fashion. Right. Yeah. But were your feet hurting? You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. How hard was it to get an Uber after? Yes. You know, yeah. Did the food hurt your stomach? Yeah, yeah you yeah, sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all those things that people don't think about. But yeah. Anyway, um, it's actually been like an hour. Oh, cool. Okay. It's gone by really fast. Cool. We'll, we'll yeah. start to land the plane here yeah. shortly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're uh, now uh, yeah. starting our descent. We're yeah. at 35,000 <laughs> feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there anything that you wanted maybe your fans to know or that you want to tell them? Man, um, I've been doing stand-up nine years. I'm going city to city. I love my job. I love meeting you guys after the show. And that's like... Like, for example, somebody asked Canelo, they're like, man, when your first fight, you made $40 and now you're making these millions and it's got to be different, right? And he was like, no, it ain't about the $40 or the $40 million. This is what I do and I love it. Yeah. And that's how I'm about stand-up. Like, it don't matter if it's 33 people or 3,300 or 33,000. Um, the energy is there. I appreciate just all the love. And please come to the show. If you have a good time, please tell a friend. And... uh Welcome to the Chingo verse. I mean, I might have to, I might have to drop a mixtape or something called like the Chingo verse and make you it look should. all matrixy. Ooh. So that might be cool. I like, like it. Like all simulation. Yeah, I think we're in a simulation. I Maybe. Think. Yeah. That's a whole simulation theory. That's a whole look into it. That's like another hour. Yeah. It's like a glitch in a matrix. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, we can talk. I like this. I like this energy. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. How do people follow you? Uh, hit me up online. Facebook, official Chingo Bling. Instagram, real Chingo Bling. But I'm everywhere. I'm on TikTok, YouTube, wherever the fans are. Yeah. We're giving y'all, we're hooking y'all up with just a whole bunch of behind the scenes and everything else. So. Yeah, cool. Well, and this will be on all streaming platforms. So YouTube, Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And check out my podcast too. Uh, yeah. I got a few. I got a couple. So my wife and I will do Cafecito Time. Where we just, it's like Regis and Kathy Lee or <laughs> one of them daytime talk shows. And then, uh, then I have one that's like about the world's headlines through a big homie's perspective. It's called Red Pill Tamales. So basically, we might touch on economics, uh, things going on in the world. Nice. I mean, politics. But it's all like, you know, coming from your boy. It's nothing like, it ain't no, you know, no stuffy. Whatever, whatever. I'm not going to have a tie on. Yeah. <laughs> We're just shooting the shit. Yeah, cool. I like that. Sure. Yeah. So, guys, make sure that you follow San Antonio people or where? Houston, Dallas, everywhere. We're everywhere. Are. Singapore. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come. Come to San Antonio next weekend. Oh, yeah. October 12th <laughs> to the 15th. Yeah, yeah. Austin people, drive in. New Broncos, yeah. Seguin, drive in, pull up. Yeah, everywhere. Just fly in, drive in boat you know it's gonna airplane, be moving. whatever whatever you need to do just come it'll be For great sure. um yeah so thank you so much i really appreciate it i appreciate your time thank you and so you much thanks for having me yeah san antonio what it do we out here yes all right yes. so uh again thanks to valpa media and latina podcast network and guys stick with me to see what's next bye <laughs> damn that was the fastest here oh can